Hi, welcome to On the Investor's Minds. I'm Tai Hui, the Chief Market Strategist for Asia Pacific at JP Morgan Asset Management. Thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time to learn about what investors are focusing on right now and how that fits in with your portfolio construction and asset allocation. Now, first of all, we wish everyone a happy new year and hope you've had a restful holiday season to celebrate with your friends and family. In this episode, I want to talk about the divergence in policy rate expectation in the US and what asset markets are trying to tell us. From there, I think it's important to think about the source of return from fixed income and equities and for investors to set realistic expectations. As always, I'll summarize the key takeaways at the end and what that means for investors. Now, the biggest conundrum to start the year is the difference between central bankers and market expectations. The futures market is currently pricing in the Fed to cut policy rates by a total of 150 basis points in 2024, or six times 25 basis point cuts. Now, this is twice as much as the most recent median forecast by FOMC members, who are only expecting a total of 75 basis points cuts in 2024. This will also imply the market is expecting the first cut to come in either the March 20th or the May 1st meeting. Now, one could argue that inflation has already come down meaningfully, and in order to prevent the real interest rates to rise too much and choke the economy, the Fed will need to be preemptive and start cutting rates earlier. There's also the other argument that it might not be appropriate for the Fed to start cutting rates so close to the presidential and congressional elections in November. There is some validity to the real interest rate arguments. After all, core PCE deflator has fallen from 4.9% in January 2023 to 3.2% in November. However, comments from Fed officials suggest that they're still keeping at least one eye on inflation and the job market is still pretty solid. So they're in no hurry to start the rate cut cycle. This means for the Fed to start cutting rates in March, economic data in the next couple of months would need to be turning sharply weaker or for a financial stress event to take place. While never say never, this sharp downturn scenario does not look quite likely at this point. So a more reasonable window for the Fed to start cutting rates would be in the summer, when more data confirms that inflation is truly laid to rest and there is further slowing in the economy. Not only is there a divergence in market expectation and the Fed policy guidance, there are also some inconsistency in various markets as well. The interest rate market is pricing in a steady stream of rate cuts by the Fed this year. However, the corporate credit spreads for US high-yield bonds is close to the lowest level in 15 years, which indicates that investors are expecting very low default rates associated with strong economic growth and accommodative financial conditions. Even if this is true, the potential for return from spread compression is likely to be much smaller. The strong equity bull run, with S&P 500 up over 10% in the fourth quarter of 2023, partly reflects the high valuations justified by lower bond yields, but also a benign view that corporate earnings can maintain steady growth in the new year. It's not as much as we're expecting an imminent market correction, but we do think that investors should set realistic expectations on return from these assets. For example, corporate bonds, whether in investment grade or high yields, the income contribution is likely to be the main source of contribution in total return. For equities, corporate earnings in the US is likely to be modest as best. We think the market consensus of 11% earnings growth for 2024 is quite optimistic. Hence, stock returns are likely to be driven by valuation re-rating from lower yields or structural concepts such as artificial intelligence boosting productivity 
and also cutting costs. Now, beyond the US, Asia and emerging markets are set to have better earnings outlook in 2024 after two difficult years in earnings contraction. The recent Asian export data is showing some green shoots of recovery. Of course, dividends can also play an important role in delivering total returns, and this is also where Asia has an advantage over the US. So to summarize, first, we still think that the market is too aggressive about the scope of rate cuts in 2024. Hawkish stance of the past two years meant that the Fed may need to stay the course of high rates for the first half of 2024 at least, unless there's a financial stress or a sharp deterioration in economic data. Second, the equity and corporate bond markets are pricing in a very benign macroeconomic backdrop and accommodative financial conditions. This isn't necessarily wrong, but it does not have much room for error. This also means that the source of potential return becomes narrower. For example, there's not much room for credit spread compression in corporate bonds to bring prices up. Yield from fixed income is likely to be the primary source of return. U.S. equities would require more push from valuation re-rating to counter potential disappointment in corporate earnings. This could come in the form of further dropping bond yields or structural themes such as AI. Third and finally, this means it is worth investors to pay more attention to Asian equities. Its valuation is not particularly demanding, and several Northeast Asian markets, including South Korea, Hong Kong, and Taiwan, are expected to see stronger earnings growth. Moreover, dividend yields tend to be high in Asia, and this could be an additional source of return in 2024. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with your friends and colleagues, and also consider subscribing so you get the latest episode when we release them. If there are topics that you would like to hear from us, please reach out to your JP Morgan Asset Management representative. This content is intended for information only, based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. JP Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of JP Morgan Chase and Company and its affiliates worldwide.